All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Do us a favor, go to the YouTube page, subscribe, comment, upvote, hit the bell for notifications, um, and it should be pretty awesome. Anyway, just want to let everybody know our hearts are with the people um, around Amory and Rolling Fork with the disastrous tornadoes that went through, I guess, over the weekend. I guess that may, be, may have been Friday night. Um, so horrible weather. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm, it's not a surprise to anybody. I'm from, um, South Mississippi and tornado season in North Mississippi and into Tennessee is literally no joke. Everybody talks about, um, tor- tornado alley in Oklahoma and Kansas, but I would put that North Mississippi, um, North Alabama, Tennessee area, um, and they're on, well, I think they call it the Dixie Alley or something like that because it, it's pretty stressful and you, you end up with, you know, weather that's coming in all the time while it's going from cold to hot. Um, but honestly, if you have time to help, please do. Um, if you can donate to tornado release at relief agencies, please do. I mean, this is, it's absolutely horrible. Um, what has gone on, um, and there's not really any way to transition to this, but um, I do. I'm I'm sorry for everybody that's having to go through this, and it, it's just with a heavy heart. Uh, just thinking about it, so we're rooting for you. We're rooting for you, bud. All right, in your this week's what you talking about Willis segment. Do we need to worry about the baseball team now? As we're recording this. The third game of the Florida season series has not been played. So Ole Miss could absolutely win that game, okay? But we're going to go off the first get five as a sample size. And my immediate thought is, no, we probably don't need to worry about Ole Miss baseball at this point. We've played two top five teams, and those top five teams played like top five teams. Now, our pitching, we're down four pitchers. It's bad luck. We're getting bad luck paid to Ole Miss for what we didn't get at the end of last season. When everything clicked in, when everything worked all right, everybody jokes about selling your soul to win a national title. There's a little bit of a joke with that, but there's also a little bit of a serious with that because everybody – that were in the Ole Miss fan base is when I think when Ole Miss was seven and fourteen in the SEC, would have done just about anything to go on the run they went on, and they got it. So a little bit of this year and what's going on is paying the piper. Now it's not related; it's just bad luck. It it happens, but the knowledge that Hunter Elliott could come back in three or two or three weeks, honestly that Riley Maddox is about to start throwing 100% bullpens. That's good news. That's probably putting him in a similar time frame. So what Ole Miss has to do right now is they need to tread water. They need to just stay alive until the reinforcements get here. Just It's kind of like the TV show 1923, where the whole premise of the first season was – hey, let's wait for Spencer to get here before we do anything. That's not really a spoiler. It's just 
that's just what they do. Let's wait for Spencer to get here while we do anything. So they're waiting on reinforcements for the fight. That's kind of what Ole Miss baseball has to do. That's kind of the direction they're going. Now, the trick is Ole Miss needs to win some of these games. They, they can't be 0-12. Their 0-12 is done because Ole Miss isn't going 15-3 the rest of the way. They're not that team. But if Ole Miss can get a win um, against Florida, if they can't, they're down three. They're down. If you're looking at the count for three wins, they have to make up three wins somewhere in conference play, which means they need to go down to Duty Noble and sweep state. That would be two. They need to win two out of three at another road venue, maybe the Alabama series. And that would be the three wins if you do the thing where you win one game on the road and two at home. You just can't get swept. They're in danger of getting swept twice. I do not know the results of that third game. But it is disappointing. And Ole Miss right now has a little bit of a pitching problem. Nothing that's necessarily suicidal, but in the first two games against Florida, I think Ole Miss scored 15 or 16 runs and lost both of the games, including one game that they were leading by three runs in the eighth inning. Pitching is letting this team down at the moment. Now, not about players necessarily. It's about outs, okay? And there's rumors flowing around that Ole Miss is about to tweak its rotation. Now, whether they are or not, I, I'm not sure. I've just heard this from two different people. Derek Vandy Griff has brought this up on the previous show before Florida, and that is that potentially T.J. Quinn could go into the rotation and Jack Doherty goes back into the bullpen. Because you need somebody that can get outs at the end. A game is 27 outs, right? If you can get 15 outs – pretty consistently, which Jack Doherty has shown he has been able to do. Do those 15 help you in the beginning of the game or at the end of the game? If your offense is at a, such a high level, it would behoove you to have it at the end of the game, especially with Mason Nichols. You have a basically a dual closer role. Like Derek said, move Rivas to Friday, Sonia to Saturday, TJ Quinn to Sunday and realize that it's going to be a little bit of trial by fire. It, it just is. But if you do it, it is probably the way to kind of band-aid this pitching staff at the moment. Because right now is kind of looking like it did at this point last year, honestly. Pitching's a problem. But last year, if you think about it this time, Nobody knew that Dylan DeLucci was going to do what he did. Nobody knew that Hunter Elliott was going to become what he became. They may claim they did, but they didn't. At this point, I think Hunter Elliott was still throwing midweeks. So we'll see exactly what happens as this grind moves forward. Like I said, I'm not overly concerned yet about this baseball team. Ole Miss needs to make a regional that, that is what they just don't need to miss a regional this year because of momentum going into next season. And I also have thoughts about how Mississippi State and Ole Miss won a national championship the years that the roster limits were expanded because of COVID. 
and that allowed them to get the depth in their positions that they don't normally have. Um, that's a thought that is that's just an interesting thought exercise of what's going on. That both State and Ole Miss was able to get past their roster liabilities with numbers by have, being able to sign and keep extra people by them having extra years of eligibility. I, I am curious about that as well. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you can hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players, especially now that Florida Atlantic is in the Final Four. Ole Miss, this Ole Miss basketball team beat a Final Four team. That's crazy. By like 13 points. It was nuts. Anyway, Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, thank you for watching today. Um, tomorrow, we will keep going. The Tomorrow is the fourth spring practice. Um, so we'll have that going on as well. Um, and as we, the week goes, we will build up as well. And remember, follow at the Dalen Show, who will be our person that is in the stadium watching practice this weekend. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.